Hey guys, what's up? Anshul this side from Daily Passenger Responsible Travel Podcast. I know I took a break of two weeks, but I have a couple of news to share, and I was really excited, but something happened, and now things are moving really slow. But here I am back with another episode of this Responsible Travel Podcast. Before we start today's episode, I would like to share something that I found out recently. Indian households have a big problem of using and discarding shampoo bottles. An average middle class Indian family of four uses at least two to three shampoo bottles and pouches per three months. And almost 80% ends up in landfills. In order to reduce your plastic footprint, make sure that you buy your shampoo from the companies that recycle these bottles. Recently, a couple of companies have also come out with shampoo bars. So make sure that you check them out. Before the lockdown was announced, and hardly anyone in India was serious about COVID, I had a plan to visit Goa in March. Yes, March, when all the tourists are gone and the state is quieter and minimally crowded. You can spend hours around the most touristy beaches without worrying about some rupa underwear clad dude throwing beer bottles on the beach. Over-tourism has ruined Goa, and in the last few years, the problem of plastic pollution has created a major issue in this state. It is as bad as the hills, and since the plastic at beaches directly affect the marine life, the issue is much grave. But there are heroes who are fighting and educating the tourists and masses of Goa to follow a more responsible way of traveling. To discuss this, we have Gaurav from YB India, a waste management agency based in Panjim that is organizing cleanup drives in Goa and creating wonders out of plastic waste. So, without further ado, let's start today's episode that was recorded when Goa and Mumbai were hit by storm and it directly affected the recording. The episode had some super awesome insights, so be patient and hang on. Hi Gaurav, thanks for taking out your time to record this episode with me. Thank you Anshul. Goa has a problem of over-tourism for more than 10 years now. Uh, we all know that the tourism season keep, leaves the beaches in a very poor condition, leaves trash and uh, dirt all, everywhere. So, uh, India has done some really cool work uh, to resolve this issue. So, I would like Gaurav to tell about the projects that they, his team has worked on to resolve this issue and what challenges has he faced till now. As everyone knows that Goa is... Uh the center of attraction for India right now when it comes to tourism. There are a lot of uh, tourists coming into Goa and uh, the problem that uh, Goa as a state also faces is because a lot of people from different uh, walks and different uh, corners of India who enter and not only from India but uh, around the world when they enter, they are not certain about one particular rule that they have to follow when it comes to littering. Right. We have a very casual attitude most of the time uh, that uh, we carry, that uh, how we act, you know, uh, we feel like, you know, in every place we can act the similar way. Uh, so when it comes to Goa, they feel like, okay, you know, I can just dump my waste, I can just litter. You know, this is a basic sense that they come to Goa with. I would first of all request every traveler or every visitor who enters into any touristic place or any place on this earth should first of all feel like you know this is their own home that's why they've come here 
and that's why they belong here and if it's your own uh, own, own home you would not dirty it you would like to keep it as much as clean and you would not even take your trash and litter somebody else's you know property yeah so that attitude first have to be changed when we feel like okay this is not my property so i can throw it over here we have to take ownership of the entire uh, world i would say the universe only that we have to live together now about imbi india uh, how we are involved is you know imbi is uh, a concept wherein we promote a lot of uh, we promote a lot of eco sensitive or you can say environment friendly uh, etiquettes uh, behavioral change then consumerism into waste management wherein people feel that waste management or waste water management is the last priority okay we give priorities to most of the other things but we keep this aside we think that waste management is also a need of an r where uh, people need to understand the importance of waste management first uh, people need to understand how to reduce their waste how uh, to recycle waste and how they can even benefit by giving their waste for recycling or for repairs this is the work of imbi we do a lot of uh, waste collection drives we do a lot of beach cleanup drives and most of the time we involve people and we call this exercise by the name of down to earth so we ask people uh, are you ready to get down to earth so that's how we get into uh, locations where there are no cleanup drives like goa has uh, cleaning agencies who maintain the beaches who will maintain even the highways in goa so we make sure that we approach uh, to places where these agencies have not approached and where a lot of footfall is still happening maybe the local footfall mm-hmm. and people tend to litter it so that's the work that we have been doing in goa as of now right uh, so it's like uh, not only tourists are littering but there are locals who are unaware and they are also accidentally knowing they are also littering right true yeah yeah this is a problem that i have seen in mountains as well. actually imbi uh, is uh, the full form for imbi is yes in my backyard normally people like as i said people don't take ownership and uh, people always oppose something you know they they say not in my backyard you do wherever you want but not in my backyard you know if i go to keep a dustbin in your backyard you will say no not in my backyard you keep somewhere else right okay if you want to say that i want to start a garbage treatment facility over here you will say okay very good but not in my backyard okay if you tell people to segregate your waste and treat your waste in your own backyard they will say no not in my backyard so i said yeah. uh, people who always oppose are nimbi not in my backyard kind of a people mm. so people who always who accept things who are pro development who mm. uh, say that okay you can use my backyard because if my backyard is good you know my neighbor's back, backyard also will be good because if he also uh, you know takes the same challenge and takes the same responsibility then everybody's backyard will be good and right. i will take the ownership of my waste and i will make sure that i treat my own waste so it is yes in my backyard 
So that's how we came up with this concept, and we made it a mascot. It's a human uh, uh, ninja, you can call, who is a fighter who is fighting for the environment. So we have used this so that we can use them for storytelling. We can use them during presentations in schools and colleges. We can uh, use him as our uh, awareness uh, material. So he's a small mascot, Inbi, who tells people. And along with Inbi, we have uh, this Inbi store coming up. Now the concept of Inbi is basically, uh, to put it in simple, is waste management. As I said, is a subject which is <clears throat> always kept with limited people. Yeah. Okay. And limited experts. But it is, uh, I would say, a very common science how to treat anything. So in that case, what I mean to say is, uh, what we do as Imbi or uh, as a platform is we have created a central platform for consumerism in waste management. Like for example, I'll tell you, if you need to buy medicines, uh, you will not go to a grocery store. You know where exactly to go for it. If you need to buy uh, you know, air tickets for yourself or travel, uh, hotel booking or whatever, you know exactly to go to a a travel agency you will not go to a pharmacy there so in waste management if i give you an exercise that you have to do waste management you have to uh, follow some green essential uh, uh, products you have to purchase something which is eco-friendly where can one go he's basically lost because there is no concept of something called as a waste management store where you would get a composter where he can get and i'm not saying one type but different types even if you don't have a budget to buy a composter, where can you get an idea how to do composting without any budget also? Right. You know, where will I get that awareness for uh, how to treat my waste? Where can I give my dry waste? Who can come to pick up my dry waste and who can give me that value what I'm saying? So Imbi is a place where you can come. It is, it is India's first waste management consumer store. Whether it's a dustbin, whether it's an eco-friendly garbage bag, which is compostable, whether it's compostable products, whether it's a bamboo toothbrush, whether it's a sewerage treatment plant, biogas plant, uh, you can say waste handling equipment, cleaning equipment, masks, uh, everything that is required for handling, uh, managing your waste is available at INVI. So we also do awareness programs. We also uh, have made you know uh, uh, awareness uh, posters and signages which normally you would see, see for other things which are already there for, uh, you have it for uh, safety, you have it for anything else, but you don't have it for waste management. So right. we've created that entire thing and a first store has been launched in Goa and we have plans of coming up with more than 500 stores where people can connect. People will find it very easy to understand the subject of waste management. Uh, this store will also organize cleanup drives, will engage the citizens, will also involve eco-partners, people who like to go and talk, but they don't have a material to you know, share. It will give them that support. People who want to do their own cleanup drives but don't have the equipment, they can come and rent these equipment at a minimal cost so that the chain of you know, uh, doing things together continues. So these products are like sourced from somewhere or are you guys manufacturing it by yourself? See, what has happened is we have now more than 600 products. Products which are already available in market, but uh, were not known to people. What Imbi has done is uh, we have taken over certain vendors who already have a setup and we have given them our designs to manufacture certain things. Oh, certain nice. things we are doing ourselves. Uh, certain things we have engaged self-help women and 
small scale industries to manufacture cloth bags so whatever financial support they need rather than establishing another industry we are tying up with existing industries wherein uh, if if there is a composter maker who is making uh, you know uh, composters out of so you can say terracotta you mm. know like the khamba or whatever we call yes yes okay yes. so he doesn't have a market presence he has a local presence so what we have done is we have invested in his dye instead of he was making by his hand we have invested in the dye we have given him certain products wherein he can uh, you know manufacture it to a scale so economies of scale he can go up to you know so similarly we have invested into vendors rather than creating our own manufacturing facility and our idea and our concept is more and more people should be aware about options available not a product available because if i go for manufacturing i'll have to invest into one product and i'll have to say that my product only is the best brother i am not saying that i am saying every product is good it depends on how uh, uh, you know how much energy you want to give how much time you want to give for it and you can choose a product someone might say you know i work from morning 8 to evening 6 how can i even give time for waste management i have my uh, family life after that and whatever mm. so i can we can understand that but we don't want because of this excuse that they are throwing the waste out so right. what could be an option for them that you know the waste is not getting into landfill so yeah. like that we have selected all products you know uh, certain things we have manufactured certain things we have made a design and dye and we have asked the vendors to make and we have made sure all products are available with us so that's how imbi comes into picture that's really great like you are not only uh, ensuring that goa remains clean but you are also involving local communities to uh, like develop their skills and for producing everything that is important for waste management that's really great. true yeah uh, i'll tell you one instance of that uh, happened with me last year so last year i removed like 200 plastic straws from a small road in gold manali so okay. beaches of goa has this problem on a like much larger scale i believe because i have seen a couple of photos from your uh, instagram Every beach cleanup has like thousands of straws thrown carelessly, and it goes straight in the ocean. Then it is consumed by turtles and fishes, and then it uh, becomes an anomaly in the ocean life underwater. So while every India uh, members are making sure that there is no plastic on the beaches, you can also start saying no to straws or carry your own metal and bamboo straws. Uh, is it uh, like uh, so? Is there, there something like this available at your store as well? Yeah, yeah. We also have metal straws. We have bamboo straws. We have wheat stem straws also. Uh, but moreover, wheat stem. Uh, you know, it's it's like it's again a natural product. Okay. Uh, so which is compostable and everything. But what is uh, it made of? You know, it is a wheat stem. Like uh, in uh, India, whatever gehu ke khet mein, you know. Oh, like that. acha, that thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you know, it is treated and made it very strong, mm-hmm. but the thickness is not more than three uh, mm. So it's only to suck liquid. No yeah. juice can be sucked. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, our idea is first of all is reduce as much as possible, and then look for an alternative. Okay, I don't want people to directly jump onto alternative. Like, okay, ye straw acha nahi hai, so let's start mass production of. bamboo and uh, you know of uh, stainless steel straw 
that can be an alternative. Mm-hmm. The first thing is if you can drink without a straw, it is the best thing. Yeah. You know, uh, 20, 30 years back, straws were not even invented. Yeah. The initial phase when straws were invented were people for bedridden. You know, people who were hospitalized in US and all, they couldn't suck anything or drink anything. So straws were initially invented so that, you know, because all these patients who couldn't suck anything, you know, a straw was an easy medium of sucking. You know, that is how straws were needed. So we being healthy, we are acting like we are bedridden. We cannot even pull the glass close to our mouth and sip it directly. We may give a lot of uh, reasons for it, saying it, you know, hygiene and all that thing. But the best straw a man has is a mouth, you know. Yeah. And I'll yeah. give you a small example. Every awareness or wherever we go, you know, we say this. Uh, if you are at a restaurant, okay, and you're having a good time, and you order for a drink, you know, uh, what normally we do is, uh, concept-wise, is if you are asking for alcohol, wherein you have rum and cola, you will get that drink without a straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. And if you order a Coke, okay, which is just a cola, you will get it with a straw. Yes. Okay. I would rather say a person who is drinking alcohol needs a straw because he has more high possibility of, you know, uh, Slipping over or whatever. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. someone who is, you know, having cola is properly in his senses, they can directly sip it. Mm-hmm. But we provide a straw there. It is only mentally what, you know, how we have developed it. You would never see someone drinking whiskey with a straw. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, if someone is having orange juice, we'll keep a straw. So it's all mentally that we have. We are ready to sip everything. The only thing, mm-hmm. you know, we have stopped thinking. It is, the, it is the same thing. Like even one day when I was having a tender coconut and I had posted on my Instagram that I was having a tender coconut without a straw and I was directly sucking it from my mouth, mm. the entire coconut. So a, a fellow friend of mine, uh, you know, asked me on Instagram, uh, if no straw, what are you using? Okay. I said, I'm just using my brains. <laughs> That's it. You know, you don't have to use anything. You just have to use your brains. So uh, I have felt like uh, a lot of uh, like people like me feel that the concept of responsible travel or waste management or eco-friendly tourism uh, is still limited to a certain niche of the society or consumer sector. So how are you making sure that the message of responsible travel in Goa reaches masses and doesn't end up uh, staying limited to this certain niche of the uh, travelers? See, that's a very... Uh, you know, it's a wide topic uh, to discuss also. Mm-hmm. What I would rather say is uh, I'm not focusing uh, majorly on masses as of now. I think that whoever comes in contact with me, whoever I can, uh, you know, educate, whoever I can, I would not say even educate. I think all are educated. The only thing what we have, uh, we are not doing is we are not thinking. So whoever I can, you know, uh, connect with and I can bring that little sense of thinking into them that, you know, you know what is right and what is wrong. And uh, if you know what is right and you're still doing the wrong thing, that means, you know, there's something that is not right within you. After all, knowing that, okay, littering is bad. Everyone knows it, but still we are doing. That means there is a devil inside us. Okay, who is making this happen? So I just try to convince them that 
tell this devil of yours to be a good person. That's it. Otherwise, everything is perfect. And it is no harm in cleaning somebody else's mess also sometimes. I do it in front of other people rather than shouting and getting into fights. Right, right. But, you know, you know that when he sees that also, you know, there is some kind of a, uh, a behavioral change in him. You know, whether what I did, you know, makes him rethink about a certain thing. So that is the only thing I try to concentrate on rather than going up for bigger presentations or, you know, giving bigger speeches. I think you have to involve everyone into a cleanup drive because when you pull that plastic from the ocean, you get that sense of, I should not, this could be my plastic. So that is what I concentrate more on rather than uh, massive campaigns of uh, Facebook or Instagram or something. Do the work on ground. And I think we need more and more people to bring this sense into everyone. Yeah, makes sense that conversation is the key to uh, generate awareness because one person cannot do a lot, but if uh, if more people talk to each other and share a little about uh, why it is important, then their known ones will also stop littering in whatever way possible. Yeah, my my friends, they are scared of me. (laughs) When they are in front of me, you know, if there is anything, they will direct me directly. So at least I know that, okay, I made them think something when they look at my face, you know, something So that is how we also, you know, even I, uh, you know, feel everyone should have that impact on others. So we are coming to the end of this uh, session. So in the end, before we leave, uh, Gaurav, what is your message to the travelers who will start traveling to Goa the moment lockdown is lifted? My simple one thing is, I think this lockdown must have taught you a lot of things. You know, I'm not just saying about the environment, but about, you know, uh, knowing what freedom is, knowing what nature is, knowing uh, how nature, you know, uh, treats us also. If you are good to them, they are good to us. And in every way, you know, what can keep uh, this, everything co- you know, everything needs to coexist. It cannot be the planet cannot be without the humans or the planet cannot be without the nature. It has to coexist. So just keep this one thing in mind and when you come to Goa, live the Goa the way it was. Okay. In that meaning, I mean to say that don't come with junk over here, leave the junk because you had the best of what you wanted to. You know, and leave the junk for others to clear. You know, make sure and treat Goa as your own home and everyone is Welcome to Goya. Remember guys, uh, I travelled a major part of my uh, time uh, by volunteering with organisations like these. So, if you want to experience a different side of Goa, want to connect with people who are making change, then you can always volunteer with EMB India. They update their uh, uh, upcoming cleanup drives on their Instagram at yimbyindia and uh, it is always easy to avoid a couple of plastic items and say no. So make sure that you travel responsibly and keep Goa clean on your next visit. Uh, before we bid, bid goodbye, uh, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and we'll see you soon. Thanks a lot, Gaurav. Thanks for joining us.